It's gonna be a bright, bright, shiny day. What you say, Scott? Let me encourage you right now. Let's do it. 60 seconds. Lift up your hands. I don't know what language is your dominant language. If it's the English vernacular, you also we have a lot of Russian. Slavic people in this congregation. We have Spanish, we have Italian and French. How about this? You even have heavenly language. Go ahead. For the next 60 seconds, pray. Pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in your language of choice. Pray. Pray in the Spirit. Pray. Pray with your native tongue. Pray. Pray as the Lord gives you utterance. Just pray. Hey, hey. Ho. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ha, ho. Ho, 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 ho. Come on, Taylor. Come on. Let's do this. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Woo. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Hey. Oh, I sense the spirit of the living God. There's breakthrough in the atmosphere. Yeah. No lids. No lids. No lids. You may be seated. This is going to be quick. I just gave April, our, pro, our producer here, I just gave April a bunch of notes and said, nope, 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 nope. We're going to get right to the heart of the matter. I was with Pastor Ava with our family on the East Coast. And a couple days ago, Pastor Ava abandoned me. I mean, I, that came out wrong. Uh, she went to take my, my sister over to Philadelphia. She left me in good hands. She left me, she left me in our home with a latte, an almond milk latte, in the presence of the Lord. Man, if you have a latte in the Holy Ghost, all will work well. Everything's going to work well. I was seated there, and I asked the Lord. I, I just did. I had a bunch of different ideas. I'm just being honest. Things pastors are not supposed to share with you. So different ideas about, God, where are you taking me, sermon series? Where are you taking me? It's the beginning of the year. Last year was like the whole world is going through post-traumatic stress disorder. The entire world is under PTSD. And last year, you know, pastors began 2020. Some of y'all remember? The year of vision. Boy, did we see things. It wasn't inaccurate. Remember that? The first weeks of 2020, you're going to see things clearly. Yes, we did. You better believe it. <laughs> oh, pastors should be more specific. <laughs> pastors and preachers and prophets. So I mean, I'm asking God, debating, like, you, are you kidding me? Because whatever you say, it's going to become, somebody's going to come back and go like, oh, but you. And then there's this, like, big wing of Christendom telling pastors not to say anything about 2021. It's a movement. I'm not making it up. It's actually a movement called Say Nothing. Don't say anything. Preach a normal message, but don't speak prophetically. Don't declare things. Look what happened last year. So, of course, we're not going to drink that Kool-Aid. The Bible teaches me that what we utter out of our mouths, if it's in alignment with the word of God, it will come to pass. That God will honor that word. So I don't really, whatever you want to do, if this bothers you, if it makes you uncomfortable, let it be. I am declaring that this year, when Christ is the Lord of your life, as you grow in Jesus and Jesus grows in you, 
2021 has no other choice but to be the year of the Lord's favor for you and your family, your house, and your circumstances. How many believe that with me? So I'm asking God in that context, what's the first word? We're going to begin with the gospel of Matthew. Every single year, we're going to begin the year with the gospel. Matthew, next year is Mark, and the Lord tarries, Luke and John, and then we're going to start with Matthew again. Why? Because we must always begin the year with Jesus. We, it's, it's a mandate. So we already in December talked about Matthew chapter 1 and chapter 2, verse 1. God showed me, pointed me to this place and said, what's the phrase that pops up? I'm going, what? So let me read it and you'll figure it out. Verse 13, after the wise men were gone and an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said the following, get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. Ooh. Ah. Verse 20. Guess what phrase pops up in verse 20? Down there in Egypt. Protected. All of a sudden, what verse pops up? Get up, the angel said. Take the child out of Egypt now and go to the land of Israel. They subsequently ended up in Nazareth. Says it here. So I heard the Spirit of God say, tell my children, this is the year to get up. This is the year to get up. You're not going to stay stuck. You will not stay stuck in what happened last year. You will not stay stuck, and I'm not just talking about COVID and social unrest. I'm not talking about political chaos. I'm, not, I'm talking about whatever you went through personally. You, what, because what we saw at a macro level was taking place at a micro level. There was spiritually speaking at a micro level, you had to fight off some spiritual viruses, some emotional viruses. You were fighting off some unrest, things that try to divide you and your home and your family and your tribe. You were fighting off some political discord. All of that took place within the confines of your life, not just outside, not just what you saw on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News, and we don't discriminate, Univision y Telemundo. So in every single sphere, you saw things, but this is the year for you to get up. You're going to get up this year and you're about to shine like never before. It requires you to get up. Why is the lion here? Ricky Borba, our church producer here, told me something in the green room. I'm wondering during the first two services, why are they putting up a lion? I don't manage this. I just give what God gave me and my team takes care of the rest. But I'm looking at this lion and I'm going like, why is Ricky, why are these guys putting up like a lion in this sermon? And Ricky just had to stop by the green room and tell me, Pat Sam, the reason there's a lion, I didn't even ask him, the reason there's a lion right there in your graphic, it's real simple. Everything changes when the lion gets up. I want the world to get ready. There are a bunch of liars that are about to get up in 2021 in the name of Jesus. We're not sleeping anymore. We're not resting anymore. We're not cuddled up anymore. We are about to get up and we are about to possess everything that God has promised us. Are there any lions in the house here today? Here it is. 2021 is the year to get up and watch God redeem your Egypt. When all hell breaks loose against Jesus, baby Jesus, 
God speaks to Joseph in a dream and tells him to get up and go to where? Egypt. Not Cabo San Lucas. Not Cancun. Not Oahu or Maui. Not even blessed Stockton. He tells him to go where? Egypt. Now, wait a minute. Egypt? Are you kidding me? Out of all places, Egypt? Wait a second. Time out. Isn't Egypt the place that once enslaved the Israelites? Isn't Egypt the place where the ancestors of Jesus were oppressed? Isn't Egypt the place where they forgot Joseph, enslaved the Hebrew children, and required them to make bricks without straw? Isn't Egypt the place where Moses got up and told Pharaoh, let my people go so they may worship the living God? Why in the world would God tell Joseph, go back to that place? That's crazy. Out of all the places, yeah, I'm going to rescue you. Herod wants to kill baby Jesus. So I'm going to save you by telling you to go to Egypt. The last time the Israelites were there, they were what? Slaves. But Joseph was not a slave. Jesus was not a slave. Mary was not a slave. They had no qualms in going back to Egypt because they are not who they used to be. I'm here to tell you you're not who you used to be. I want to say that till you get it in the spirit. You're not who you used to be. You're not who you used to be. You're not who you used to be. Why do you think you've been through all the hell you've been through and you survived everything that you survived? You're not who you used to be. And because you are not who you used to be, it doesn't matter where you land. You will never be a slave again. You will never be captive again. You will never be held down again because you're not who you used to be. Watch this. Egypt. Somebody say Egypt. God, why in the world would God tell Joseph to go back to that place? Because God has the power to redeem your Egypt. God has the power to redeem that over there. The, the place where they enslaved, they caused pain, they would torture, they would whip, they would kill them. It was the place of pain and slavery. But all of a sudden, God tells Joseph, they're trying to kill Jesus, go to Egypt. Notice how Joseph never stopped and said, are you kidding me? Egypt? But I remember. I remember what my grandparents have told me about their great-grandparents, told me about their great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-
ashes into something beautiful and a garment of despair into a garment of praise I'm here to tell you what the Holy Ghost told me to tell you in 2021 get up and watch God redeem your Egypt God's about to change your mourning into dancing and your sorrow into joy this is for somebody here somebody watching your heart will be healed your pain will become your praise your wounds are about to become metals and there will no longer be shame on your name redeem your Egypt God has the power to redeem the Egypt God has the power to convert the place of pain into the place of praise so whatever Egypt you have back there whatever Egypt costs you pain the same area where you suffered pain before will be the same area that will provide a canopy of protection I don't know if you're getting this whatever area was your Egypt is about to be redeemed in 2021 you're not gonna be afraid of going to Egypt you're not gonna be afraid go to Egypt you're not going to get flashbacks. You're not going to get an anxiety attack. You're not going to start shaking because you don't want to see that person anymore. You don't want to get in contact. You don't want to interact with that thing because it traumatized you. No, I'm here to tell you, Joseph did not go. We shouldn't go back there because what would happen in the past. For whatever reason, Joseph never brought up the past. I'm here to tell you, don't stay stuck in the past. Stop living in the past. Stop talking about the past. Stop thinking about the past. And stop praying about the past. What does that mean? You are stuck praying the same prayer. Lord, forgive me for what I did 30 years ago. Forgive me for what I did 20 years ago. Forgive me for what I did 10 years ago. If God already forgave you and you stop doing it, stop bringing it up. It's under the blood of Jesus. It's been dealt with. It's been sealed by the blood of the Lamb. I dare you to raise your right hand and repeat after me. God's going to redeem my Egypt. If, if you would only understand what this means. The pain that caused, the area that caused you pain. And I'm not talking about geographical. I'm talking about spiritual, mental, emotional, financial, relational. That area in your life that caused you pain will now prompt your praise. That area, that area where you were held captive will now will now protect you from the enemies of your present day you're going to get this by tomorrow morning your Egypt is about to be redeemed he tells him get up get up and go to Egypt Isaiah chapter 61 in order to do what the spirit of God has anointed me to bring good news to the poor he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor when you are free when you can go back to Egypt when you can look at Egypt and no longer be traumatized by it when you've been to that place oh I'm here to tell you then you can declare this is the year of the Lord's favor this is the year of the Lord's favor I dare you to raise your right hand and repeat after me I'm getting up this year I am like that lion that is getting up this year. God has redeemed my Egypt. The place that cost me pain will now prompt me to praise. I declare that my Egypt has been redeemed. If I go to Egypt, I'm not stepping in as a slave. I'm walking in like a boss, like a child of God, like I've been blessed, like 
been anointed, like I have favor all over me. I'm not afraid to go back to Egypt, but Egypt should get ready for me. I'm about to step into Arius. Philippians chapter 3. Joseph, Mary, and Jesus, Joseph leading the way, did not hesitate because he did not live in the past. Philippians 3, verse 12. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do one compelling focus. I have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. When you forgive and forget, then favor and fulfillment, favor and fulfillment will fill your life. Listen to me carefully. It's not good enough to forgive. You must forget. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 3, you must forget. Isaiah 43 verse 18 says, forget the things of the past. I am doing something new. Aren't you already seeing it? Pastor Sam, what are you telling me? Am I supposed to pray for God to supernaturally go in to remove my memories? No. You want to see how it happens? We all have memories of the past. But when God fills you with new memories, you missed it. When God fills you with memories of grace and truth and love and glory and victory and breakthrough, oh, I'm here to tell, I'm prophesying. The memories that used to make you cry are going to drown in the memories that make you dance. Is this for anybody in this place? I'm going to say it again. I feel the Lord. The memories of the things that made you cry will drown in the memories of the things that make you dance. Somebody shout like you're about to forgive and forget. When you forgive and forget, let me repeat this, favor and fulfillment will fill your life. There is no freedom without forgiveness, and there is no fulfillment until you forget the former things. Stop living in the past. Joseph did not. Stop thinking in the past. Stop talking in the past. Stop praying in the past. It's a new season. It's a new year. It's a new anointing. Oh, stop. Get up, he said. Get up. Somebody say, get up. Get up. Then he repeats it again. Now get up. They were in Egypt. They were protected. He said, get up. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream again and said, get up. Take the child and mother back to the land of Israel because those that were trying to kill the child are now dead. Yeah. Get up. Look up here as I conclude. You have options this year. You could either stay stuck in what happened last year. You can stay stuck in what happened in your previous season, in the past two, three, four years. You can stay stuck in what happened 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Or this can be the year where you get up. This is the year where you get up. Matter of fact, some of you all spent, this is going to be, you understand this. Some of you all spent 2020 like this, which was wonderful in prayerful deliberation. That was the year where you were like praying, God, get us out of this COVID mess. Get us out of the whole unrest. Get us out of the whole political, all of that. 2021, you're going to continue to pray. But there came a moment 
There came a moment when Joshua and heaven had a conversation. There came a moment when Joshua, again, was surrounded under precarious circumstances, uncertainty, and Joshua did this. And he started doing this. And all of a sudden, heaven looked at Joshua and said, uh, Joshua, it's not the time to get on your knees and pray. It's time for you to get up and live out what you just prayed for. I don't know about you. We did a lot of this in 2020. We're going to continue to pray every day like never before. But I don't know about you, but I'm about to stand up. I'm about to conquer and possess everything that God has for me, for my family, for our church, for our nation, for our community. Is there anyone here ready to get up? Is there anyone here ready to stand up? Is there anyone here ready to see their Egypt redeemed? So you have options this year. Ready? In 2021, you can do one of the following things. You can either look down. You can look back. Live in the past. You can look around. And be led by the circumstances. Or you can determine that this year you will not look down. You will not look back and you won't even look around. This year you're going to look up. Is there anybody here ready to look up? If you're tired of looking back, raise one hand. If you're tired of looking down because life just crashed on you, raise both hands. If you're tired of looking around and letting the drama define your destiny, raise both hands and a foot. If you're ready to join me and say in 2021, I'm not looking back, I'm not looking down, I'm not looking to go back. I'm going to lift up my head and I'm going to look up to where my health comes from. Is there a church ready to look up and see the rescue and the glory and the power and the grace and the might of God? Let the church look up. Let the church rise up. The psalmist said, we sang it. Lift up your heads, open up your gates, and the King of glory will come in. The King of glory will not come in if you're looking back, if you're looking down, if you're looking around. But the moment you look up, the King of glory invades your life. Stand with me if you're not standing. He told them, get up. Get up and go to Egypt. With no hesitation, Joseph went here. And he was protected in the same place that once enslaved them and caused them great pain. Raise both hands. God has the power to redeem your Egypt. God has the power to make the place of pain the place of praise. God has the power to heal the hurt. God has the power to convert a past trauma into a present testimony. If this is for you, just maybe one finger up like this. Your Egypt's about to be redeemed. I love this. Get up! Don't stay stuck there. Don't stay stuck there. Go. And then he tells them to get up again. They were told about the son of Herod and they said, we're going to pivot to the city called Nazareth. There he will be safe. In 2021, you will get up and see God redeem your Egypt. Number two in the final point here in 2021, you will get up and live in the truth that you and your house are safe. You're not going to live in lies. 
You're going to live in the truth. You're going to live in perfect truth and unconditional love. That you and your house are safe. That the devil is a liar. That he's already been defeated. Oh, you missed that. That's a footnote. Read the passage. We just read it. What did it say? Go back because the person who wanted to kill the baby is now dead. Pastor Sam, are you telling me the devil's already defeated? Yes. Oh, Pastor Sam, you're telling me that I should step into 2021 walking triumphantly and victoriously because everything that could kill my joy and kill my peace and kill my destiny and kill my shalom has already been dealt with? Yes. Pastor Sam, if that's the case, why are still things happening? Because the devil is a liar and he lies to himself and he tells himself that he's not defeated even though I love what Colossians said. Jesus on the cross on the cross he triumphed over every principality every power of darkness every work of the enemy defeating it all on the cross i need you to put a smile on your face because there's not a devil in hell or a person on earth that can kill your destiny your purpose your joy so get up let's make this prayer y'all receive i think Y'all received a, a sheet. Take it out right now if you have it. If you, does everyone have one? Let me read to you Colossians chapter 2. He canceled. Here, you got you to hear this as you take out your sheet here. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record. And the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we were once in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. My goodness. Verse 15, Colossians 2. Then, after forgiving our sins, Jesus dealt with the bad guy. I'm going to fix you first, and then I'm going to take care of the enemy of your destiny. Then Jesus made a public spectacle of all, not some. I'm a mm, boy. This will preach right now. Not of some of the powers of the enemy, but of all the powers of the enemy. Every power of the enemy is underneath our feet. He made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them. Listen to this. Every weapon and all their authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. If you get up, if you get up, if you get up and step into what God has told you to step into, even the areas that were once that would provoke Xanax to kick in. If you get up like that lion, there is a confirmation 
that every single thing that could possibly kill your joy, destiny, peace, and future has already been defeated. I need you to get up and shine today. Get up. Nothing will put a lid on you. We're going to make this prayer together. 2021 is the year to get up. If you have it, you have the sheath? Let me see that sheath, please. Yep. Okay. Let's do something. I'm going to flip it a little bit. I'm going to use my version here. I'm going to read this with the we. I, you have it printed in a way that you can share this and publish it on your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be. We're going to say we and speak collectively. So follow my lead here. Where's, is Pastor Ava here? Is she still around? Come here, sweetheart. Come make this declaration with me. Repeat after me. 2021. The year to get up. We prayerfully declare upon all of our friends and followers the following 2021 New Year's blessings. Now, I want you to repeat after me instead of you say we and then align the proper pronouns accordingly. So let's do it together. Number one, we will see in our faith, family, service, health, ministry, career, relationships, finances, and surroundings, the grace, gift, and glory of Jesus like never before. We will shine brighter wherever we go, wherever we stand, wherever we raise our voices than ever before. The light of Jesus will shine through us and darkness will flee. Number three is fire. We will live in perfect truth and unconditional love. Our prayer lives will be more effective our giving more generous, our learning more deliberate, our worship more powerful, and our testimony more fruitful than ever before. And the fifth one you've probably never heard before. We will live a holy, healed, healthy, happy, humble, hungry, honoring life. And with that life, we will do nothing less than change the world. Somebody give God your best amen. Because God has the power to redeem your Egypt. Because God has the power to change your mourning into dancing, your sorrow into joy. Because God has the power to convert your wounds into metals. God has the power to redeem your Egypt. Egypt was different and they were not who they used to be back in the day once God sets you free you are free 